What's up, guys? It's Micah, and welcome to the Not Just Sunday podcast. Today's episode is featuring Jim Gray, Noah Odom, and Davis Hall, and it's going to be really fun. Let's get started. Well, like I said, I have two special guests in the studio with me and Jim here. Um, We've had two um, episodes with high schoolers, um, and today's episode is two middle schoolers. Finally got Ignition represented. Um, Does everyone want to say hi real quick? Uh, What's up? What's up? Yo, yo. Jim, you can say hey if you want as well. How's it going, everybody? (laughs) Um, Well, for the people that don't know you guys... Who are you, and uh, what do we need to know about you before we get started? All right, I'll start off. Um, I'm Davis Hall. I'm in the eighth grade, and I go to Ignition at the Southside Warner Robins campus, and I go to Mossy Creek Middle School. Hey, I'm Noah Odom. Uh, I've been at Ignition for not even a year now. Um, I'm in eighth grade, and I go to Fagan Mill Middle School. Awesome. Well, what are some things about you guys that are unique, some things that you guys do, maybe sports you play? Um, just share that with us real quick. Yeah, um, I play uh, baseball, I play soccer, and then I do piano and guitar. Cool. Uh, I like to play golf. I've been picking up piano as well, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> nice. So how long have you been playing uh, golf? Um, So I started lessons when I was like eight or nine, and then I dropped it for a little bit, but I just got back into because my brother has been doing really good. And he made the varsity team for Hoko, so that kind of inspired me to pick it back up and maybe get good. So is that something you were planning to carry on into Hoko? You going to try out next year? Or? Yeah, that's the dream. Uh, okay. <laughs> and so Noah, how's uh, baseball season? Great, awesome. How'd y'all end up? Uh, well, we're going into the semifinals actually tomorrow. Awesome. Tomorrow, who y'all playing? Perry. Playing Perry. What position tomorrow. do you play? I play center field. Nice. Um. Well, Jim, you're their small group leader, right? Yep. I'm the small group leader. I I know you guys briefly mentioned it to me before we started recording the podcast. You guys have some really cool memories and experiences that I think you guys want to share. So I'm going to I'm going to give the floor to you guys to talk about whatever you've experienced in Ignition to maybe like inspire some middle schoolers to go to camps or to go to these lock-ins. So yeah. Yeah, take over. so with the with our small group, um having events is been kind of difficult over the past three years just getting together but one thing was very consistent with these guys that they wanted to do a lock-in all-nighter and I said no okay (laughs) over and over again so we compromised and we did like a (laughs) (laughs) half-nighter and uh and so um they also wanted to do a game manhunt um specifically throughout the entire building so that was the activity that we set up um and uh and so, what did y'all think about that activity? So fun. It was it was awesome. Just getting to run around the church is just, feels like you're flying everywhere. Yeah, like when he first said, like, three, two, one, we were all, like, all lined up just looking at each other. And he said, go. I mean, everybody just took off. People were, like, screaming already because it was just, like, crazy. it was so, like, it, thrilling. Just it the, was about 20 of us running around. Just, yeah, just darted off into the And some noise. rooms were dark, some were light. And yep. uh, using every square inch of this facility. Oh, yeah. Um, just, just really just some people chose to hide. Some people chose to move around. Yeah, we had, I w- 
I was I was moving around the whole time, and I kept doing circles around the two five two room. And yeah. then I took one corner, and Mr. Jim was right there, and he's like, "Get him, get him!" <laughs> That's right. So, explain to me. I'm, I'm interested, and I, I think a lot of people are interested. What's the difference between manhunt and hide and seek? Is there a difference? Yeah, definitely. So, um, sometimes manhunt is played with like one base that you have to go to. So everybody has to like hide super far away from the base. And then like the seeker is kind of in between the base and the hiders. But in this case, we were just playing last man standing. So <laughs> yeah, it was an infection style game. Oh, so, cool. um, like so the person that was it, when you found somebody now, both of you are it. Oh, okay. And so it just kind of spread until there was actually one winner for every game. And, uh, and so it got, it got pretty unique. I mean, there were some, some pretty tense moments. And uh, so, what w- what were some of the moments that stuck out in y'all's mind? Um, I was running out in like the main area, right outside the main auditorium, and I hear Davis look, and Noah is on top of the uh, baptistry, oh, yeah. and <laughs> and I was just so surprised because like I did not even think to go there. And he's <laughs> peeking around the corner, and so I was like, "There's no way he's gonna get caught." And sure yeah. enough, he was like, and then. Oh. The rest of the game, I remember we hid you in, like, the back closet yes. for the rest of the time. I was literally, <laughs> we like... We told everybody, because, like, I was... By then, I got tagged, and so I was like, no, we, we checked over there. You know, he's, he's, and I'm curled up. That's a true friend right I'm there. I'm curled up in a ball in the closet for, like, 45 minutes until finally was someone's, Was it, like, like, a tight closet? Oh, yeah. It, it's the way I was, like, I was on top of shelves, like behind these things so if they came in like it would they would have to look really oh, hard wow. to see me in there and it was like behind the baptistry <laughs> what's what was yeah. the coolest part about like being at the church with just your small group at night and having like access it to felt the so entire much church bigger because like when you come in on and it was like it was scary but like in a fun way like yeah when you come on sunday morning like there's so many people there and you just can't really like appreciate like the size and like all that so when we came that evening, I was like, this is crazy. I mean, I'd been places like I had never seen before. So I also got to like be familiar with the church even more. So that yeah, was we were cool. getting a solid workout, chasing everybody, running all around. Yeah, it I was mean, like a exercising was... tour. Like we <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was uh, pretty I was pretty used to it because my dad used to be a worship pastor at our old church in South Carolina. So I mean I would our church was pretty big too. So I would I would run the churches when it was it was pretty dark and Jim, you mentioned before we even started something about like a scar on your back. Yeah, I'm. Oh, I, yeah. I mean this this event will stay with me for quite a while um, because I was chasing somebody and I'm trying to remember exactly who it was. I can't remember. Actually, I didn't know who it was because it was dark in the sanctuary. And uh, no one seems to think it was. Him. I don't think it was you. And I was chasing them, and I actually fail. Like yeah. you know, I I caught a a pen that was uh i ran i stepped onto a pen that somebody had left laying on the floor and as soon as i hit it it rolled i think that was me actually now that i'm thinking uh, about it because you were about to catch me we turned turned that corner yeah we turned turned sideways and hit the corner of a step and so Mm. i mean it was you know i just there was nothing i could do i had to lay there for like it was pretty minutes and uh and so I, I slowed down the rest of the night, yeah. by the way. I, d- I didn't go full Wake-up call. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm 40-something years old. I don't need yeah. to do this. Um, so did you guys only play Manhunt, or did you guys do anything else that was, I mean, that was pretty uh, cool? Basically. Like, when we first got there, we had, like, Gaga Ball set up, and then, like, they had, like, the um, the pool table. 
But I mean, the food we had pizza, so that that's always a win for I think the we boys. We played some dodgeball that night. Had some oh, nice, yeah. had some nice cucumber Gatorade. Yeah, oh, we yeah. had cucumber. cucumber Gatorade. Gatorade. Actually, that was Gatorade. the first time I've ever seen a bottle of cucumber flavored Gatorade. Where did good. you guys find that? At? Uh, Kroger, I think. I just picked it up at Kroger. It wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> Davis is like, I don't believe that. Uh, well, what did it like? Is it, did it taste like cucumbers? Was yes. it good? Honestly, I didn't have the guts good. to taste that. I left that up to <laughs> Noah and I Isaiah. Like three of them. Yeah, I mean it. It really does have a very. I'd imagine it's like those. Um, they do the. Uh, what was it like the pickle pops? You can, yeah, yeah. They've like freeze them. Mm. I'd imagine that. I don't know about that. You'll have to. Y'all can y'all can tell us what that tastes like. I'm not gonna try cucumber Gatorade. Um, well, that sounds cool. I've had my fair share of all nighters at the church. One time we were here at like 3 a.m. and we were playing manhunt as well, and all the alarms went off at the church. And I'm talking, it's not like just like little soft alarms. It's like, oh my gosh, the world's ending. And I remember like everybody sprinting to get to the door because we were so scared. All nighters at the church can get crazy. Yeah, because the alarm sets to the church yeah. automatically. And so if you're inside and it sets, it's I think, going I to I think go the police off. pulled up, honestly. Oh, yeah, they will. But, I had that uh, job a ton of times at our church. Just a, like, no we we love getting the police and the fire, fire, and the fire department pulling up. Yeah, and and our weight event. Why was it set off? For the, what, the fire department or the... <laughs> both. Oh, because Why did they both show? The weight event was because we had too much haze or fog in the, oh, uh, yeah. In the oh, silent Yeah, that was, that was Somebody crazy. didn't turn the haze off. and That would be me. <laughs> and like when you opened the door, it was yeah. like a cloud of smoke. <laughs> like you couldn't see people. And there was like... A couple hundred people in the room, yeah, and sure. nobody cared. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it got to the point I was having to, like, squint and, like, look around, like, like sweating. my brother? There were other youth ministry staff in the room that it was like they didn't even notice. Like, right, right. How thick, but it was it was a wall. It was, mm-hmm. like, yeah. a wall of fog. Did, did either of you guys go to wait? I did. I did. Yeah. It was actually, like, it was really it's fun. Crazy. I actually wore my shirt, like, two days ago. Cool. What did what'd you guys um, enjoy about, about the wait conference? Honestly, I thought that going into it, I was like, I'm probably not going to step foot in that silent disco. But then, like, yeah, me <laughs> I know that was, like, really funny because some people were, like, headbanging. And then the other people were, like, <laughs> all together, like, slow yeah. dancing. <laughs> the, the silent discos, it, it's crazy to me. I, I, I saw a lot of introverted people in the room, like, singing and dancing and getting in people's faces. And I was like, what is going on here? I know people that spent literally all two hours in the silent disco and they were like drenched in sweat. And I was like, all right, you know, it was crazy. It was, it was, it was cool. Um, well, switching gears here, um, you guys have a pretty cool friendship from what I've heard from Jim and what I've heard from you guys. Tell us a little bit about that friendship, how you guys became friends. Um, go right in. Yeah. So, um, I actually moved from, uh, South Carolina, like near Clemson, the Clemson area in, June of 2021, and um, yeah, I moved down here. First off, I'm no friends to be honest with you. I mean, I have my cousins that I you know talked to and hung out with, but um, then we found Southside, um, and I met Davis when I came to ignition, and then the rest is history. Davis, tell us about meeting Noah for the first time. Yeah, so I had heard, like, my parents were like, do you remember um, Noah Odom from, like, a long time ago? Because I'd actually met him before, but we were so little. Like, it was to the point where I Mm -hmm. 
almost couldn't remember. So yeah. um, I was like, yeah, I kind of remember. So I just didn't really think anything of it. And then I showed up, and I just sat with him, you know, just being a friend. And um, and I was like, this guy's pretty cool. So <laughs> we just kind of clicked and then became friends. Yeah. Well, Noah, what was it about Davis that, I don't know, made you feel included, that, that left a good first impression? What did he do specifically? I mean, I remember the day that we met um, at here. I mean, first thing when I left church, he was like, hey, you want to hop on Xbox, you know. <laughs> Immediately he included me. Obviously, you know, having a good Christian friend is essential. Um, so that was one good thing. And then, so I really liked that, how Davis just said that. He just went and sat with him, didn't yeah. hardly know him, kind of knew of him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but really didn't know him, but said, hey, I'm going to go sit with him. So I think that's that's huge because, yeah. especially in our ignition environment, it's hard to go and meet someone new. For sure. And uh, so David took the initiative there, but then to hear that Davis also invited you to Xbox took it beyond church, yeah. not just Sunday. Yeah. And That is uh, that is so, really cool. Yeah. So, that you know, props, Davis. Yeah. Well, so, did you guys play Xbox you. that night? We did. We actually did. We, did. we played cool. some uh, Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Fortnite days. <laughs> talking on Xbox is like a really underrated way to get to know somebody. Yeah. Like as as weird as it sounds, 100%. it's because you're, you're just enjoying playing games. You're not even thinking about mm-hmm. you know the conversations that you're having. Yeah, but they're it's good. Like, it's like everything that makes you different is just set aside, and you're just yeah. playing with some gamers. <laughs> well, what were some of the things that you guys did maybe beyond that first day that got you closer, not just um, like relationally, but even spiritually? Yeah, so I actually ended up having, like, a pool party um, a couple, like, weeks later, and I invited him to that. And so he even made, like, more friends based off of that. So I was kind of, like, just, like, I was it just webbed off. Like, so mm-hmm. then he just made more friendships, and then that split into more and then more. Yeah. So now I think he's pretty well established yeah. in Georgia. So Yeah. And then we see each other, you know, every day. Yeah. In church. So. Sun- yes. Church has been, like, a big thing mm-hmm. for us seeing each other because we don't go to the same school, but, like, yeah. church has been, like, the way that we can hang out. So. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, So you said you brought him, you invited him to a pool party, and Noah didn't know, like, anybody there, I assume, right? Yeah. That's really cool. Noah, like, were you nervous to go to that, or were oh, you, yeah. like, yeah? The moment that I, like, walked outside, I was intimidated by, like, every, every person there. But you went out of your comfort zone? Yeah. Got to know it ended up being things. pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. That's... Was that kind of the way that you approached this whole transition? You're like, "Hey, I'm going to step out and go meet people," or was, or, or, is, or were you being pushed to that, or how, how was that process? No, I think it just like happened all naturally. You know, I just felt that I needed to put myself out there, and you know, it had a good cause, and so and, you okay. know, now I have lots of good friends here in Little Robins. Because I know that this was a major change for you, going oh, yeah. from what, I mean, were you, you're South Carolina pretty much the rest of your life, right? Yes. And so, so this was a huge, a huge transition oh, yeah. for you guys. And uh, so, because um, I know that that was tough. I remember when y'all came in, we met y'all for the first time, and uh, coming on now, I mean, y'all look like, I mean, you're scared, which most people that come into Ignition for the first time, are yeah. scared. They're like, "Am I gonna know anybody?" And you know, and and that's a tough deal. Yeah, my uh, my brother was here when we were in Awanas, so I've always thought I thought of this as like the big kid place for like the longest time, and then <laughs> so going into it, I was just like, eh. So then when I got here, it was actually it was pretty cool. So Davis, how long have you been at Southside? Like you could. I mean, I think I came. I started coming here in like second grade. Like okay. it was a long time. So 
it's definitely it's like it was a good change. Like I've enjoyed this a lot. And for Noah, I mean, I feel like it was pretty welcoming for him. Oh, yeah. Like coming from a entirely new state and picking yeah. Southside, I think that was like a good choice. Cause yeah. Well, yeah, we would all agree with that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great, great choice, Noah. Yeah. Um, Davis, I want to ask you, and then Noah, I'll, I'll ask you kind of a similar question. Davis, what does it look like to be inclusive of maybe just new people or just people in general in ignition and really just in high school and middle school? I think that you don't have to go, like, out of your way to be, like, inclusive. I just think you have to be nice to everybody, and then, like, being inclusive kind of flows in with that because when people see that someone is, like, nice and, like, not going to be, like, judgmental, that's, like, welcoming to new people. So, um, and then if you show that, like, you're a Christian, that's, like, a common ground that you can form with a lot of people. So, um I remember I met Jaden in, what was it? It was back in Awanas as well, and we played kickball one time. And I just thought it was so cool because, um, fun fact, we went to kindergarten together for one year, and then I got rezoned. But I just, I remembered him because I just thought that, I've always thought sign language is, like, pretty cool. So then when I saw him again, I was like, I think I remember you. So it turns out that was him from uh, Matt Arthur. Yep. And, and then And for people who don't know, I mean, Jaden – um, he's a student that does attend here, and um, he does have a hearing disability. And so, like you said, you started learning some sign language and just became inclusive to that way, recognizing, hey, Jaden needs needs a good friend. And uh, part of that being nice, but then taking that just being nice to the next level and even doing something with that is and huge. It, yeah, and it started off with me like just being nice and just like being a friend to him, but then uh, I learned sign language, and then I was able to have, like, conversations, and that was pretty, like, rewarding in itself. Like, that was really cool, just, like, seeing, like, what he had to say and not knowing what was going on in the start. So I actually got to communicate with him. And then um, now we're pretty good friends, I would say, and I see him at Mossy Creek every day. So I've always, like, given him a high five in the hallway and stuff, <laughs> so that's pretty cool. I think that's really cool what you said, um, Davis, about how, you know, you didn't overthink it. I think that's probably the the biggest thing that I just took away from that is don't overthink it. Just treat new people or people that you don't know the same as you would treat your friends. Just include them. Talk to them as if you've known them a while. Talk to them as if you're interested in becoming friends. I think that's so cool. Um, well, switching over to you, Noah, you were on the other end of that. Yeah. So you probably have kind of a different perspective of what it looks like to be included. So yeah. can you elaborate on what that looks like? Yeah, it's it's honestly, I mean, come here uh, to Warner Robins for the first like month. I just really didn't have many people to you know talk to, um, other than you know my cousins and my brother and my brothers. Um, but just like getting to know like another person that just accepts you in their life, you know, it's just a really good feeling that you can talk to somebody that you know has the same you know uh, thoughts as you and that kind of stuff. So it's just a really good. That's good. Um, so kind of a similar question, but a little bit different. Um, either of y'all can answer or you can both give your take on it. How can you make a really good first impression to someone, or what does it look like to receive a very good f- first impression? All right, I'll start off. Um, I feel like, like I was saying, like with being in the church and all that, 
um, showing people that you love God, like that's like a very good common ground that a lot of people can relate with. Or even starting off with like, hey, do you want to play Xbox? Because even if they aren't followers of Jesus through Xbox, you can like tell them about God and then make like strengthen your friendship and then become close. So um, you just got to like put yourself out there too. Like you can't, I wouldn't wait to like, stumble across somebody mm-hmm. like if you notice people like chase after them like you gotta i love that be intentional yeah you know look look for an opportunity yeah. um to share the gospel and to, and to basically start the process of what jesus commanded us to go do which is to love our neighbor and to go and make disciples i mean right um that's huge and yeah. uh to be intentional with that yeah yeah i think that's really important you know um accept and be accept other people that are Christians and, you know, approach them with a, you know, feeling, not feeling, but like approach them with the, you know, as Davis said, like, like lead them to Jesus or something like that. I mean, on a past podcast, I've heard like they talked about how to make friends that are Christians and how to really push each other to be better Christians. And I think that's really important. Well, let me ask you this, because I asked Audrey and Emma the same question. Um, How do you guys... Um, keep each other accountable spiritually. How do you guys help each other grow spiritually? Honestly, like when we come into ignition, like we'll just talk about like what's going on in our lives and stuff, and then we just like kind of help each other out, just like being bros. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, yeah, just some just some Christian bros. (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys do? Do you guys do anything throughout the week? Like maybe text about what, what you're reading, text about what you're going through. Yeah, we both have Snapchat, so like. We'll both come to each other, just, like, updating, because, yeah. like I said, we don't go to the same school, so mm-hmm. we kind of have to keep those updates going. So That's good. Well, Jim, do you have any questions for him? Um, no, um, but I think, um, I don't, you know, I think when it comes to what's being said here, there's lots of different scripture that tie into this. Yeah. And uh, so, I, you know, do y'all have some scripture that maybe, you know, you live by or this is, has been important for you guys that you just kind of want to point out to the guy, to anybody? Um, if you want me to give you a second to think about it or find some scripture that um, you guys really love. Well, we were talking about, just before the podcast, yeah. we were talking about Philippians, and we were talking about um, 1 Corinthians. We went over some different scripture. Mm-hmm. And so I know, like, Philippians chapter... Um, two verses verse three and four really says don't be selfish don't try to impress others be humble thinking of others as mm-hmm. better than yourselves um, don't look out for any for, don't look out only for your own interest but take interest in others too and uh, I think in this situation looking for that first impression looking for that someone new I mean that's that's you taking a step I'm not going to be selfish in this situation because uh, you know selfishness is what keeps us from reaching out, you know, because we, we want to do our own thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, Hey, I can't, I can't really play with all these Xbox friends because I have this new friend that I invited to come and play with me. So, or maybe like if you meet that kid that not a lot of people want to be friends with, maybe he's just cause he's different and you want to preserve like your pride amongst your friends for yeah. whatever reason. So you got to like be humble. I think that's definitely something a lot of people struggle with is if someone's different than them or if someone, you know, isn't isn't as uh, in their terms normal as them. um, A lot of people don't want to reach out to those people because, you know, they feel like it's embarrassing to them or it'll hurt their identity or hurt their popularity. 
But I like what you're saying, Davis. That's not important, really, in the grand scheme of things, right? It, it's including people. It's making good first impressions. Um, and what I really love is um, some scripture in Galatians. It's Galatians 3.28. It says, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male or female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And I think that's so important that we realize we're all created by God. We are all one in Christ Jesus. That makes us the same, right? That's that's the important thing. It's not about outside factors. It's not about inside factors. It's all about being one in Jesus. I think that's so true. Um, well, do you guys have any final thoughts, anything that you guys want to say that you haven't gotten to say yet? Be inclusive. Be inclusive. Great word, Davis. Um, well, I want to thank you guys for joining us. Um, it's really cool to see two eighth graders um, so spiritually mature. Um, you guys are great leaders. Jim, I'm sure you've seen them grow up. Yep. Um, and uh, – well, and they've taken lead even within our small group. Yeah. And uh, and so because we have a very unique small group when it comes to discussion. Right. And uh, and so both of these guys step up. They answer the questions. They talk about it. They're, they're really wanting to figure out how to apply those discussions to their lives. And so um, so they definitely have taken leadership role even within our small group environment. So That's awesome. Well, proud of you guys for who you are. Um, once again, thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming right after school. Um, I know you guys are tired. Yeah, Long Noah school literally day. brought his baseball bag. And I know. Love. He looks like he just literally just got done with baseball practice. Um, so that's that's awesome of you guys. Um, I have no final words. Jim, you got anything else? I, I do not. How about you guys? Make sure you tune in next time on <laughs> Not Just Sunday. <laughs> thank you, Davis. Davis. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Until next week. See you Sunday.